Welcome to the Essential Church Podcast. Our goal is to strengthen and equip church and ministry leaders just like you through practical and theological discussions about some of the most pressing and important issues facing the local church today. We feature conversations with members of our team here at New Life Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado, as well as interviews with authors and thinkers from around the world. You can follow The Essential.Church on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Watch episodes on our YouTube channel and also subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and Spotify, where you'll find a full archive of previous conversations. And now, here is this week's episode of The Essential Church Podcast. Welcome to this episode of The Essential Church Podcast, an ongoing conversation about some of the most important issues facing the local church today. I'm your host, Andrew Arndt, and today I want to take you to a conversation that we had recently with one of my favorite human beings on the planet, who also happens to be uh, one of my favorite writers on the planet, and he's our colleague, Daniel Grothy. Uh, Many of you have read uh, the book that he released last year, uh, Chasing Wisdom, such a phenomenal book at the life of wisdom and different categories for thinking about where we need to grow in wisdom. And he follows that book up with this uh, new book, The Power of Place, Chasing or Choosing Stability, rather, in a Rootless Age. And uh, this book, in many ways, as he talks about in the episode, uh, is almost like the prequel to Chasing Wisdom, because the life of wisdom depends on, as he argues in the book and also in the podcast, the life of wisdom depends upon a commitment to be rooted in a place and among a group of people. And so what Daniel does in this book is he teaches us what it looks like to be rooted in that way and how our lives become fruitful when we do. You're going to love this interview. Glenn Packiam and I sat down with him, and uh, we think that you're going to be blessed by it. You also need to go on Amazon right now and order this book because it's absolutely fantastic. As I always say, without further commentary from me, here's the conversation. Well, this is an interview I have been looking forward to doing for a very long time. Our dear friend, Daniel Grothy, <laughs> has followed up his smash hit, Chasing Wisdom, <laughs> with the power of place, uh, cho- choosing stability in a rootless age, which comes out in a couple weeks here, October 26, 2021. Daniel, we loved Chasing Wisdom, mm-hmm. an amazing book mm-hmm. that comes out of a life well lived. Uh, I loved everything about it. I remember reading through Power of Place for the first time and thinking, well, dang, he upped his game. (laughs) This book is exceptional. The theology in it is so rich. Mm. It is incredibly well-written. There Mm. are, it's fun, like, you're a really good writer, Mm -hmm. and it's fun watching a good writer become an even better writer. Mm. So there are some turns of phrase that you make that are just incredible. I think people are going to love this book, and so this interview is really us unpacking it. But I want you to, uh, just to start the conversation, I would love it if you would connect the dots for us. Chasing Wisdom, um, such a beautiful book, but why is it that this book, The Power of Place, is the natural follow-up mm-hmm. to Chasing Wisdom? Sure. The subtitle of Chasing Wisdom is The Lifelong Pursuit of Living Well, mm-hmm. and that's been a question that has bugged me forever, is what is the good life? Mm. What does the good life consist of? How do you mm. know if yeah. you found it? What are the core strands that if you tugged at the good life, you would find these threads all mm-hmm. the way throughout? And as I pay attention to people that are living beautiful lives, mm-hmm. people that I would like to emulate, sages, saints, people that, icons that you want to kind of follow in their footsteps, all of them, to my mind, have lived lives of stability in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a a rootedness, 
there is a simplicity, there is a commitment to limitation, there is a uh, uh, letting life unfold over mm-hmm. the decades. Mm-hmm. Patience. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. You just can't rush a good and meaningful mm-hmm. and beautiful life. Mm-hmm. And so I've found as I've paid attention to those people that to me live lives of great wisdom, mm-hmm. they live lives of deep stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, and, and this is something that is actually the first book I wanted to write. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I had a two-book deal with Thomas Nelson, and this was the first one I was going to do, and mm. the publisher thought I needed to start with Chasing Wisdom. And it, mm. looking back, it was the right, but this has just been in me. Mm-hmm. So why, mm-hmm. why is this the, the follow-up to Chasing Wisdom? Because I think wisdom uh, looks like a rooted life yeah. in place. Mm-hmm. So. So keep going with that because yeah. you said it's been in you for a while. Yeah. And we know that, and mm-hmm. we've gotten to hear it yeah. come out of you, and you live this mm-hmm. um, just as you live chasing wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I appreciate about how you write—you do write exceptionally well. You are introducing us to great thinkers and, mm-hmm. and, and writers, but you're also introducing us to ordinary saints. Mm-hmm. And this book mm-hmm. is full of those stories. Yep. Mm-hmm. But all of those are stories that have made you who you yeah. are. So mm-hmm. tell yeah. us, how, where did this book come from for you? Summers, I'm a Tulsa, Oklahoma boy. Uh, summers, we would go up to Idaho on the Snake River where my grandparents mm-hmm. lived. Uh, Grandma Weezy, she's almost 90. She still lives on the land that her father bought in the early 1900s. He was a Greek immigrant. Mm-hmm. And so farmers, like I looked through my genealogy, my family mm-hmm. tree, people who have worked the soil, people who have been outside, mm. people who have been committed, and and none of them will ever be known. Mm. Um, but they live deeply sane, wholesome, godly, faithful lives, and yeah. they were a pillar in their mm. community. Mm. Yeah. Like the Wilsons couldn't go anywhere, and Grandma Wheezy still can't go anywhere without people, you know, four generations of people yeah. saying, the Wilsons have marked my life. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Watching them work the land, I would get on. My grandpa would drive the tractor, and dad and I would be on the back catching the sod. He was a sod farmer, so we'd catch the sod. Mm. It would cut, we would stack it on the pallets. Then we would fill up a pallet, get the forklift, go over, pick up the pallet, put it on the flatbed truck, and then drive it to Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Wyoming, and source the community. So Mm. at the end of the day, you were tired, you were filthy, you were hungry, Mm. and you felt really good. <laughs> like I, I, there was this sense that like I think I was made mm. to live this kind of way yeah, in cool. connection yeah. with the the land, yeah. in connect, connection with the community, in connection mm. with my mm. family. We're all doing this work together. So I'm a pastor, and I don't get to do that work all the time. Mm. That's not my primary work, but I try to pastor in that way. Yeah, yeah. connected yeah. to the place, yeah. connected mm-hmm. to the people. Involved in the story, earning your sleep at the end of the night, mm. and uh, paying attention to the stories that are unfolding in this particular place. And mm-hmm. pastoral ministry, Eugene Peterson used to say, mm-hmm. is the most context-specific work mm-hmm. in yeah. the world. Yeah. You, you, you do it right here. These people. Mm-hmm. These people yeah. in this place. Yeah. And so I think that's where it comes from for me, my family history of agrarians, farmers, people working the land. Mm-hmm. But as a pastor growing up with my parents... I saw them do a similar work of yeah. nurturing stories, nurturing lives in a particular place. A person could arguably say, okay, well, Daniel, fine. So you're just, <laughs> by virtue of your upbringing and your temperament, you're just really into place and stability. Right. Isn't, and that that. Yeah, yeah, isn't that yeah, precious? Yeah, precious. I'm not really nostalgic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you Throwback. make a statement in yeah. the introductory chapter where you're discussing 
uh, the Gerasene demoniac, mm-hmm. uh, as discussed in a couple different of the Gospels. But you say, this is fascinating, mm-hmm. you say that the first sign of the, the, the demoniac's freedom was his stability in place. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to come and follow Jesus mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. after he's delivered. But Jesus says, go back to your own people, mm-hmm. tell them how much the Lord has done for mm-hmm. you and that he's had mercy. So he sends him back into his life. Mm-hmm. And you write um, that this is the first time in the text that he isn't frantically on the move. Yeah. That when yeah. the kingdom mm-hmm. of God rushes into his life, mm-hmm. it anchors him somewhere. So what you're doing in yeah. this book is you're helping us capture, yeah. recapture the ancient vow of stability, mm-hmm. yeah. which is actually rooted deeply in the biblical mm-hmm. witness without yeah. giving away yeah. Yeah. all that you're sure. trying yeah. to yeah. do give in the book. Biblical, give, us some, yeah, yeah. give us some biblical understanding so, why place is so important. So I'll start with this demoniac story and then move yeah. to a larger yeah. scope. So this is the first time Jesus tells someone, no, you can't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come and follow me. Come and follow yeah, right. me. Come and follow That's me. Great. Leave your nets. Yeah. Leave your family. Unless you're willing, you know. And then finally, this guy goes, "Well, sure, sure, yeah. I'll do it. Please." Take and he me goes, with you. Like, "Go back home. Yeah. You yeah. cannot." <laughs> right. right. But right. I think it's because of this guy's particular story. When yes. you find him, he's on the fringes of his community, living among the tombs. Mm-hmm. He's mm. he's placeless. Mm-hmm. Place is right there, but he doesn't have the yep. gift of it. So Jesus finds him. This guy races up in his mm. birthday suit, finds him on the shore. He's, you know, foaming. Jesus restores him to his mind, clothes him, gets mm. him back in his community, drives the demons into the pigs. The pigs have pasture. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The pigs mm-hmm. have a home. Uh-huh. This man doesn't have a home. So Jesus drives out the thing that's troubling him mm. and rehomes the guy and drives the demons into the pigs that were homed mm-hmm. and they're homeless. They, 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 mm-hmm. they, yeah. they lose their they lose their place. So there is this interesting interplay yeah. in the text of playfulness about okay, let me get you resettled mm-hmm. and and the demons have kept you on the run mm-hmm. and you've been frantic mm-hmm. and moving. So I'll drive that stuff out, which mm-hmm. drives mm-hmm. the pigs mm-hmm. yeah. into their mm-hmm. abyss and gets this man settled back uh, into his yeah, community. Yeah. And he says, go tell them yeah. what the Lord has done for you. Yeah. you know? So there, there's something there about, I'm not going to let you run from the pain of mm. your story. Mm. I'm not going to let you run from the pain of your past. I'm mm. not. Uh, it would be so much easier for you to get on the boat with me and go to the other side. But actually, I need you to go back in and learn how to live resettled and teach these people what God can do to right. resettle a life. I feel like you just described the modern era. Yeah, right and our there. demons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, so there's that story. But you, you look at Genesis. Mm. The first gift God gives is the gift of yeah. place. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Adam and Eve. Here's a garden. Here, here you go. Yeah. 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 The first curse. Mm placelessness, yeah. driven into exile, so on the good. run, a life of destabilization, and I, I don't know where home is anymore, and that's right. what sin does to us. It fragments us, yeah. and, it, and yeah. it causes us the, the mm. effect of sin. So some mm. people didn't sin, but the effect of sin has caused them to have to live on the move. Yeah, to the know? third and fourth and to fifth the, gener- exactly. generation. Mm. Decisions were made for them that yeah. caused them to be you know, displaced. Mm. But you see early on that I think place is a great uh, way of finding security. Mm-hmm. I think place does a few things for us. It, mm-hmm. it helps us find security, Maslow's mm-hmm. hierarchy of sure, needs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be homed. We mm-hmm. need to know where our lives are going to play out and mm-hmm. the security of that. So security identity mm-hmm. is the second mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, uh, this is where 
this is where you are and this is where you practice. Yeah, the your image vocation gets God. embodied exactly. here. Yeah. And then with that is skilled mastery. Like mm, you learn mm, how to practice really the gift of God that mm. is in you in this particular place. Mm. So Genesis and all this, it's, it's, a, it's a story of uh, salvation working itself out and life working itself out in the particularity of place. Mm. God is not the God of abstraction. Mm-hmm. God is not the God who, who blesses us out there in the ether. God roots us. So Genesis, Revelation 21 and 22, then I saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem coming, a place place. coming down out of heaven from God as a bride beautifully adorned for her bridegroom. Hmm. And in that place, there's tree that gives life Hmm. to the nations. There's food, there's the river of life, there's security, there's walls, but the gates are always open. Like we're not threatened anymore. We're not against anyone or having to live looking over our shoulders. So the story ends in creation and and the creatures being replaced, rehomed. But Jesus, right in the middle of the story, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus is Jesus of Nazareth. Uh Yeah, yeah. He comes into the human story in particularity. Uh He doesn't hover over and and sprinkle fairy dust on us and say, well, I'm going to take you up into this disembodied... No, I'm going to come into the story, Mm -hmm. God meeting, Mm -hmm. God becoming, humanity being raised up into the re-putting together of heaven and earth, of flesh and spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jesus of Nazareth... And, which is to say, you know, can anything good come from Nazareth? <laughs> right, That's what right, they were right. doing. Yeah. But in that moment, we see that there is no such place as nowhere. Yes. Yeah. And in the body of Jesus, <laughs> so yeah, and in the body of Jesus, Nazareth has been raised up to the right hand of God. So right. any place can become Wherever heaven if we are, stay. The, yeah, stay. Is, yeah. It, it is heaven. Well, yeah. you, you talk about that. And the book is so beautifully organized because you got the power mm-hmm. of stability mm-hmm. in place and then the principles, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. stability and then these practices. Mm-hmm. But I think it's in the middle section on principles where you talk about this when, that Wendell Berry quote, mm-hmm. that there's no God-forsaken sort of place, but yeah. there are places that have become Desecrated. Yes. So how do we honor, and mm. this whole middle section, honoring your location, mm-hmm. honoring mm-hmm. your... Mm-hmm. What does it mean to actually live honorably or honor, even bring honor, that you mentioned mm. Jesus of Nazareth, mm-hmm. elevating Nazareth. Yeah. How do we honor the locations we're in? It's a brilliant question. First of all, you have to know what you're working with. Mm-hmm. And you have to be humble enough and, and um, willing to just say, not every place can be everything. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Every place has limitations. That's great. When Lisa married me, <laughs> she she was saying yes to me, but she was saying no to a lot of other things. I was never yeah. going to be Daniel yeah. the electrician. Yeah. Yeah. I was never going to be <laughs> yeah. Daniel the home handy guy. Yeah. I was never going to be Daniel the... I, like, yeah. But she... She accepted yeah, the limitations. She accepted the limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it is, so it is with all of our places. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are gifts, there mm. are unique blessings, there are unique identity markers, characteristics of each place. And if you don't know those things mm. about right. your place, mm. Right. Yeah, and that keeps us. I mean, you you know, the Wanderlust chapter, chapter mm-hmm. one. The, isn't this idea that if we just found the the perfect place, then the perfect people, and then I'll stay sure, Daniel. Yeah. I'll live the no. power of yeah. place. You're gonna leave one gift yeah. and go find another gift with a bunch of other holes. Yeah, in yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So everywhere you are has blessing. Yeah, and everywhere you are has deficiency. Yeah. So what are the particular blessings of yeah. the place that you? What can you receive? And, yeah. And, 
and find yourself enraptured in about the place you are. And also name yeah. what you're never going to be able to have. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Daniel? Yeah. You, have, you write in one of the chapters, um, I can't remember which one it is, but you say there are ultimately two ways we can understand the geographical walls mm-hmm. that were yeah. um, that are set up by the vow of stability. Mm-hmm. We can see them as walls of withholding yep. or walls of wonder. Yeah. So we can spend our lives mm-hmm. wondering what's mm-hmm. on the other mm-hmm. side, yeah. or we can spend our lives being fascinated yeah. by what's there. It feels to me... Yeah. Like so much of this is connected to the discipline of gratitude, the gratitude that opens our (laughs) eyes to the gift that is already in front of us. Can you talk to us about, because I think that if you commit yourself to the vow of stability, it creates a spirituality for you. But I also think it depends upon a certain spiritual posture to make it happen in the first place. That's why he gives practices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam and Eve started wondering what they were missing out on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 And it drove them to look across the fence Mm -hmm. to the further edge of the garden that God had already told them would be death. Mm -hmm. Just trust me. It's right here. (laughs) Just stay right here. Receive the blessing of limitation. Yeah. Yeah. Receive the blessing of the 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 squeezed in good life that I've created for you. Yeah. And don't don't fall into the temptation that the better life God is holding out on me. (laughs) Yeah. What am I missing? And so we start living at the edges, looking to the edges, and missing out on the gift at the center. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I think. This is where the monastic movement has really challenged mm. me and mm. encouraged me mm. and awakened my imagination. A, a, a monastery is a place that says, you can find what you need right here mm-hmm. for a full and meaningful life. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have everything. You are going to be able, you're going to have to say no to quite mm-hmm. a few things. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, if you were discipline yourself yeah. and stay here, this is what the, the Egyptian desert was about for the monks, mm-hmm. 200s, 300s. They would say to a monk that, that the wanderlust was swirling up in their eyes and they wanted to go further afield. <laughs> let's go to Alexandria. Let's go to Carthage. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Jerusalem. Let's take it back to our roots. <laughs> yeah. you know? And he, they would say to them, go to your cell mm-hmm. and your cell, your cell will, will teach, teach you, you everything. <laughs> yeah. Stay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 Fight through the boredom. Fight yeah, through the, yeah. the wanderlust. Fight, dis, let your cell actually show you that what's right here in front of you, if mm. you can have fresh eyes to see it, will be more than enough for you. Mm. And we live in an age, we're living a human experiment. Mm-hmm. We are the first society in humankind that has had these options and mm-hmm. that has had deep pockets deep enough yeah, mobile workforce, to, pra- to yeah. try. Yeah. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to run over here to Austin for three years, and I'm going to go down here to L.A. for... And I'm going to... Mm-hmm. And we look up after a decade, and we've paid our bills, Yeah, but, but we're poor. But we're less. Yeah. Can you be specific for a second? How do you see the wanderlust diminishing us? Mm. What is it doing to us? What is not able to grow in us because we're constantly uprooting? What do you see? I see loneliness. Mm. Yeah. I see, I, I, man, there have been people who have left just our church through the years, and mm. I'm not, I'm not yeah, being sure, specific. Sure. Look, uh, my heart's clean on this, but when, when people leave for what feels like a silly reason, mm-hmm. I think, you're going to have a stranger bury you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, honest to God, right. yeah. I should do your funeral. Oof, right, like, right. Yep. And, right. And, mm. and if I go mm. first, you should be at mine mm. like, and take care of my wife and kids. And mm. you're going to throw, throw that, that away? away? Yeah. For what? Right. 
so uh, mm. uh, loneliness, mm-hmm. um, uh, flightiness, yeah, a lack of commitment to yeah. to see something through when something gets hard. It, it's gotten really easy yeah. to quit. Yes, yeah. you talk about the fruit of the spirit in one mm-hmm. of the chapters about mm-hmm. how the fruit of the spirit requires people of the great purifiers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about yeah. that. Like what, we, what we're giving up the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, People are the great purifiers, and the way that we become Christians yeah. is by being chastened by mm. and with and right. for mm. each other. Right. And I can't be loving and joyful and peaceful and patient <laughs> and kind and good and faithful and gentle and self-controlled in abstraction. No. Or in solitude. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, I, you can't be an individual Christian. Yeah. The yeah. way it gets worked out is on the anvil of life yeah. and good. in relationship yeah. and... Uh, Iron sharpening iron and all that stuff. So I think there's a, a flightiness. We're living in a culture of impermanence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, divorce. We have p- we have like a corporate PTSD from divorce culture. I yeah. think mm-hmm. where half of the marriages for the last forty years yeah. right. are, are yeah. breaking yeah. down. Yeah. All of our technology is mm-hmm. meant yeah. to be obsolescent in twelve to eighteen yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doing this to each other, and mm-hmm. so what we what we've developed is uh, an awareness just. It's discardable. Well, yeah. not, throw yes. this away and I'll start yeah. fresh and yes. it'll be better. I almost feel like you're saying, and I think we all see this, mm-hmm. that you are consigning yourself to a life of being an emotional infant also mm-hmm. if you keep uprooting sure. yourself mm-hmm. in place. Because mm-hmm. community is the crucible whereby emotional mm-hmm. maturity is forged. You know, exactly. Anybody can have the fruits of the Spirit mm-hmm. in abstraction isolation, yeah. but also anybody can kind of have the fruits of the Spirit in relationships that are only going to last for three months. Right, exactly. right. And, and we've First talked impressions. about it. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it for years. Yeah. I, I just, I mistrust people who yep. show up at 60 and don't have anyone that they've been friends with for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. I quoted you in a sermon this summer on that. I, 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 that's one of the great lines of that. People like, who mm-hmm. are on, your best friends are your newest friends. What is it about yes. your life that you have lived in such a way yeah. that you cannot carry people with you to the finish line? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning that. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it raises and, a... Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry, no, you got more you want to flesh out there? I just nope. want you to come around to the other side, because you do this in the tr- even in the trailer, which the, yeah. the book trailer is marvelous. Mm-hmm. Find it on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. But you do this in the trailer, and you say, look, there are some good reasons to leave. Absolutely. Uh, talk about some of those things. Absolutely. So uh, there are toxic environments. Mm-hmm. There are unsafe places. If you're mm-hmm. in a marriage, Lord God, help us for the damage yeah. we've done yeah. to people yeah. by yeah. misusing Scripture to yes. say yes. Yep. abuse. Stay in a toxic, stay in a toxic relationship yeah. that's yeah. damaging to you and your children. Yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so please hear that. Yeah. There mm-hmm. are yeah. there are some pastors out there who are in churches that, that yeah. it's just yeah. it's it's the it's, elder boys yeah, they're being taken advantage of to yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. and and it's not good for you. Yeah. Be, be released as the Spirit leads you yeah. and gives you discernment on where to go. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got military families. Yeah. 40% of our church are military families, mm-hmm. yeah. somewhere around 40%. Our city turns over every three years, yeah. 33%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so military families, life is dynamic. I get it. In this book, I write in the final chapter how to live when you have to live on the move. Mm-hmm. So there are still ways and, and, and principles yeah. of stability in place even when you have to find a new community. Yes. Some of you are taking care of aging parents and you mm-hmm. had to sell your house mm-hmm. and the heartache of, I wanted to be in this place forever, right. but I've got to go yeah. Yeah. honor my father and mother. Yeah. Yeah. And 
God bless you for that. Yeah. I, I understand the heartache of that. Economic shifts where mm-hmm. migrant workers have to, pickers go out to California, and then we swing over to Kentucky for, like, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not yeah. writing a book that yeah. romanticizes no. stability. No, you yes. don't at all. It's dynamic. And even still, I think Jeremiah 29, yes. 1 yeah. through 10, yeah. Yeah. wherever you find yourself, seek the peace and the prosperity, right. plant gardens, marry your children, have babies, start businesses, live life even if it's Babylon. Yeah. yeah. And as that place does well, you too will do well. So, yeah. but, but can I talk about the drops thing? Yeah. Like when you have to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The question that we get as pastors all the yeah. time is, how do I discern? How uh-huh. do I know? Uh-huh. And how do I hear uh-huh. the Lord? I've created a little acronym in this book, D-R-O-P-S, that it's not airtight and it's not fail it's safe, but it's I great. think it's generally close enough that you could use it as a grid for deciding how do I know where I should move or if this might be my place. So first is desire drops. Mm. Mm. The Lord will give you the mm-hmm. desires yeah. of your heart. Puts I, it in your I, yeah. I don't. There are certain regions of this country I just no, Lord. <laughs> Please no. I have no desire. Right. Right. I ask you about that. To, I, I won't get specific because some of you inevitably live there. God bless you. He's given you a desire for it. But I just don't have a desire for. But but where are you drawn? Mm. Where is your heart awakened? You know. Mm. Pay attention to those desires. That's not the only thing, but it's not nothing. Yeah. Desire relationships. I'm here because of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A community of people that I knew from Tulsa who ended up out here, who had these connections, and they heard, they remembered yeah. me, and this opportunity <laughs> opened, and and we were coming into this relational web that. Mm-hmm could catch us and hold us and secure us, and we could become a part of that web. So relationships matter. I, mm. I, I would be hesitant to go anywhere where I'm just a stranger. Yeah. Right? To me, yeah. that just feels a little bit random. And mm-hmm. Jesus sent them out in twos. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And, yeah. and he said, go find the person of peace in the community that you're going to. So relationships matter. Opportunities, the third thing. Mm. Like, where's the job market? Lead? Like, are there mm-hmm. opportunities? I, I know what are you people, going to? I, yeah. I know yeah. people who yeah. have moved here just because they like the city, but they, they didn't have yeah. any, like, right. And it's, 12 months later, they're, mm-hmm. they're struggling. And so pay attention to where opportunities are opening up in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the th- fourth thing, purpose, mm-hmm. you know, like, I want to go there because there's something meaningful for me for, for me to do, and mm-hmm. I'm made to do that, and, and I get out of bed in the morning to do mm-hmm, that work. Mm-hmm. I, God put that in my heart, so purpose matters in the discernment process. Mm-hmm. And then finally, skills. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, Nashville needs great musicians. <laughs> Oklahoma needs great people who need, know how to work in the oil field. Like, there, yeah, there are regions yeah, of yeah. the country that, that you might have desire for, but your skills also align with uh-huh. Silicon Valley needs great software engineers yeah. and, uh, you know. Yeah. So pay attention to those five things, and as you think through, okay, should I go to Kansas City? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Run, run it through that DROPS acronym, and, and I think you'll, if you get four or five of those, or three or four mm-hmm. of those lining up, that might be That's brilliant, mm-hmm. spirit's mm-hmm. leadership. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go with sport, but DROPS works. <laughs> no, it's, it's sport. It's, it's really brilliant. I, I wanted to say one more thing you, you, about the... Um, the, the reasons to move. And you, you mm-hmm. talk about the Jeremiah 29 thing mm-hmm. about investing while you're there. Even in a place that feels like Babylon or mm-hmm. exile, mm-hmm. there is also in the book of Acts, Acts 15 onwards, mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was reading it yesterday and just thinking about all the welcomes and farewells. Yeah. But here's the thing, and this proves your point. Mm-hmm. 
the farewells are so emotional, right? Yeah. Because Paul they invested well. himself. Yeah. Yeah. The Ephesian elders are yeah. weeping with yeah. him. Others are pleading with him, don't go Please to Jerusalem. Don't go. Yep. Not yep. because he was a fly-by-night evangelist yep. that yep. came in and set up a, a you know campaign. Exactly. He was a guy who, even if he was there three years, it was so, so good. invested, yeah. yep. so in. You you, know? you, if you don't live that way, if there are not tears, if there's yeah. not heartache, if right. it's not difficult... Did mm-hmm. did you live with you, you know yeah. your heart protected? Did you live right guarded yeah. and and so yes, all in and as we live that way, I think we'll fall in love. Mm-hmm. I think we'll find the security and the identity and the chance to exercise skilled mastery where we are. I think we'll bless the community, and I think we'll be rich. I, there are riches mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. will never show up in a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and this book. Uh, teases out what social capital truly is. Yep. And you make a certain wage, but but there is a social capital, yes. aunties and yes. uncles yes. Yes. in the yes. faith, people who would bleed for you, people who will show up in the hospital for you, people who will pray for your children mm. and help discipline them, people who will, mm. when you, when life's, you know, life's hitting the fan, they'll mm-hmm. show up and rally for you and be the body of Christ. And we live in an age that says as long as... Your pockets are deep yeah. enough to insulate yourself. And as really the sign of success in our moment in time is right. you get to the point where you don't need anybody. Where you yeah, don't yeah, need yeah, people yeah, anymore. Yeah. That is an American gospel that is yep. deathly. Yeah. The Holy kingdom of that. God says, mm. th- share your hearts, throw yes. your lives in, become a part of the body of Christ, and, and find your people, find mm. your place, put down roots. And tell me in 30 years if you hate that good. life. So good. The book is The Power of Place. The author is Daniel Grothy. Pre-order it on Amazon. Dude, such a good book. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to people getting this in their in their hands. Thank you. Okay, bonus question. Yeah? Just to have it. Mm-hmm. This is about, in a, in, during COVID, we all kind of developed an online presence or re-upped mm-hmm. our online mm-hmm. presence. I know there's different ways of thinking about this, but I think your book, in a subtle way, mm-hmm. you don't do it directly, but I think there's a challenge here for pastors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of the way you think about pastoral ministry is the most context-specific mm-hmm. word. Yeah. How is online church, do, do we call that another congregation, or is that an extension, but our hope is really community? What does the power of place, how does that speak wisdom to us as sure. we're wrestling That's really that? good. We should record that. Uh, yeah. Did I you just do it? Yeah. Yeah. Here, we Here we are. We're, we're in it. We're in it. We're doing this. Man, we live in an age of disincarnation. And we, we live in this moment where we have told ourselves, if I can get my content factory mm-hmm. tight, mm-hmm. I've got my podcasts, I've got my YouTube channels, I've got my iTunes, you, and you know, I've got my worship you know, playlists mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. here, and I've got my internet pastors over here, and I'm getting mm-hmm. my, you know, no. Right. Mm-hmm. The Word became flesh mm-hmm. and dwelt among them, and we beheld His glory. Like, mm-hmm. he, we touched Him. We held, mm-hmm. you know, He fed us bread. And, and uh, we, we live in this moment that is wanting us to believe that as long as you have your content factory set up, you've got what you need. And those pastors will not bury you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they won't, they won't walk with you, and you won't be able to know them. I, I just think online is, is, a, is a nice tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, praise the Lord during 18 months of COVID that we've had it. Mm-hmm. It's been better than not having it. Mm-hmm. But it's not 
it's not uh, to me the way I think of it is not a congregation. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It's not we a don't congregation. Call it that no. Here, right. yeah. It's yeah. oh shoot, I was out last week on right. work and I've got I want to catch back up and hear what God is speaking in my community. Yep. And all of that I'm in the hospital. Yep. I'm deployed in Afghanistan. Sure. Thankfully I can tune in to a building where my wife and kids are sitting sure. there. That's all fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it will never replace the body of Christ, the local gathering of the saints. And if it does, we are the ones that have proved that we haven't read the book right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are impoverished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some people distinguish between space and place. Mm-hmm. So online atmospheres, they're a space. It's a space. Yes. And yep. people Absolutely. are walking in spaces. Think of it as a you know, Times Square or whatever, the city square. Yeah. Yeah. People are walking, but that's not place. The way yeah. you define it, place is where security is, mm-hmm. where identity is, where mm-hmm. skills and mastery is, mm-hmm. where relationships yeah. are. Oh, that that's place. Yeah. So yeah. on online stuff, yeah, that's yeah. a space. We yes. hop in and out of that's those yeah. spaces, that's and right. that's fantastic. And I check ESPN for sports, yeah. and I do. It's yeah. a space, and and when I need to catch up on what's going on, yeah. I missed a weekend. That's fine, but place yeah. is where. You are known, yes, and you, you know other people. Yes, yes. Uh, place is where you live out the decades together. Place is where you hold hands and you mm-hmm. weep with those that mm-hmm. weep and you rejoice with Come those on. that rejoice. And place is the place where we get to put hands on each other and and raise up our children together in the nurture and the admonition so of the Word of God. So we have our spaces. Thank yes. you, Glenn. We have our spaces, but do not ever... Uh, confused cheap spaces, yeah. 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 depersonalizing spaces for the gift of the particularity of place. 